a lot of the mom blogs I read are like, send me to a hotel by myself so I can go sleep for a day. I just thought that was so funny. I think when you have small children, that's something you need, especially if you're like a stay at home mom and you never get a day off. Like this is a plea for like husbands and partners to be really thoughtful and be like, damn, if I get a day off from my corporate job, she should probably have a day off too. Let's give her a day off. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle Copeland. Hello, and I'm Copeland Edward. That's it? Yep. My surname is Copeland. First name is Edward. All right. In the house. What's going on, everyone? How's everyone doing today? What kind of <laughs> hype vibe are you feeling right now? I don't, it's always a mystery with you, but yeah, I, you, you know, know. I'm just going to roll with it. So this is episode number 142. And if you're listening to this on the day of release, happy birthday, Eddie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We'll have to do a different episode about your birthday because we are recording this ahead of time. So it's not <laughs> technically your birthday. So I kind of take it back. But on May 3rd, 1980, the world was blessed with the presence of a young baby named Edward Joseph Copeland. A fatherless child. It's the a fatherless <laughs> child. And you've turned into such a great man. So happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and what's interesting you. is 142, somebody like that's not my age, but if it would be 42 that I would be turning possibly. I feel like I don't want to tell anyone how old I am. Wait, what? One, would be this turning... episode is 142 and I will be turning 42. Nothing to do with 142. Well, the number 42. So minus the number 142 minus 100. Minus 100. Okay. It's a 42nd episode after 100. All right. Well, <laughs> there you have it. This episode is called Why Mother's Day Sucks. Yeah, this is the all you right here. because I, I know, don't, you don't I, know anything I don't about know it. it. I'm but stepping I thought, into this clueless. I thought we should talk about Mother's Day and how it's not the best holiday for everyone. And we'll get into that in a second. Before we get into that, I think that I have a couple of what in the world. Just lay it on me. Let's go. All right. So starting with something kind of ridiculous. Yesterday, Jordan and I had lunch at a restaurant in Pasadena. Do I put them on blast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this restaurant's <laughs> called Mi Piace. It's on Colorado in Pasadena. We've eaten there before. Someone gave me a gift card a while ago, maybe over a year ago. So uh-huh. like during the pandemic, whatever. So we go, we have this nice lunch, order this nice, you know, it's a nice restaurant. And so the bill comes and I give the guy the gift card and I say, you know, I'm not sure what's on it, but here's also my American Express. So he goes, comes back and he says, this is what he says. He says, I just want to let you know that unfortunately we're not able to redeem anything on the gift card right now because something's going on with our gift card system and they're not allowing us to like process gift cards right now. 
but you can hold on to it and use it some other time. I have no date, mm-hmm. at, you know, when it's actually going to be up and accessible. Right. But as of right now, we're not processing gift cards because we can't. And I go, that seems illegal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I pause for a second? This woman, my lovely wife, Janelle Copeland, uh-huh. when she still feels like something is wrong, all of a sudden she becomes like this genius of the penal code and like yeah. all the things that are legal or illegal. She doesn't actually know the name of the law that is no. being broken. She just says, she just calls out, this is illegal. <laughs> right? You act like I do that all the time. <laughs> I know you You've don't. You've never like, heard me say this no, is illegal I've, ever. I've heard you refer to certain things and not to people, but to me saying, isn't that illegal? Right. Like, shouldn't that be against well, the law? <laughs> shouldn't that seem illegal? Here's why. I used to be a store manager of Best Buy. I can't just decide like, hey, today we're trying to hit our revenue goal. And so we're not going to tender any <laughs> Uh, gift cards like so just tell everyone the gift card system is down and tell them to come back another time we don't know when but as of right now we're not taking any gift cards right right you can't do that if you're a company like best buy this is true and there are rules and like laws around gift cards because especially in the state of california there was a whole law saying that they can't expire legally we have taken your money we have put it on this credit for this company and by law, this company owes you this money. So right. that's what I meant when I said, so I just looked him dead in the eyes and I said, that sounds illegal. <laughs> and he looked at me so perplexed and he said, uh, yeah. Um, I said, well, it, it only sounds fishy because you're telling me you don't see a date in mind of when I would be able to use it. So here's the thing. Representing Janelle Copeland right. Associates legal firm. I said, so here's the thing. There is money on this gift card and I'm not sure how much is on here, but I would like to use it. So right. are you able to tell me how much is on it? And he goes, you know, maybe I could ask a manager. I said, also ask her if it's illegal for you to be able to access the balance to see that there's money on this and her refuse to process it. Right. Like, that just seems like a you problem. Like if if I have 30 or $50 on the gift card and you can access it to see that I indeed have money from your company, you take the gift card then and figure it out. Like right. that's not my responsibility. Just hold on to it for another year. Come back and hope that you're able to process it, Right. right. So he comes back and he says, great news. We were able to process the gift card. And then I'm just great, really upset. Great news for who? Great right. news for you guys because I don't have to sue you or great news <laughs> for, for me because I get to use my gift card. Which and one is it? I, of course, it's a stupid thing. But to me, it's like this is the importance of like just stand up for yourself. Because if I wouldn't have said something and I, I was very calm and polite right. about it, I just said, that sounds illegal. Right. Like, can you ask your manager why you won't tender money he that he your company some owes, right? Legal conundrum, like, oh my God. Well, why? isn't that some bullshit that you came back and your manager figured out a way to process my gift card? So if you go to Mi Piace in Pasadena, let them know that they need to figure out a way to process your notice. gift card. Right. <laughs> so there on. you have it. That's number one. Well, you know, can I just say this, that one of the things that you've shown me in the 17 years of marriage uh-huh. is that never settle for things, no. right? Because I think a lot of times with certain personalities, and I would say for me, I was like, oh, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. But just kind of go, oh, whatever. Just use my car and I'll use the gift card another day. Yeah. And I then don't it happened, go there and, often. And then it happened recently today when we got coffee, uh-huh. right? <laughs> and we went to the, <laughs> the coffee bean. Is it the coffee bean? Yeah, yeah. The, coffee the coffee bean. And they basically handed us ice cold coffee. Wait, they asked us in the drive-thru, do you want that iced or do you want that hot? All of the coffees were hot. So they right. hand us the coffee and Eddie hands it to me and he said, this seems kind of cold. <laughs> I was like, this is cold to the So touch. I open the lid off. You know, I open it. I take a sip. I go, yeah, this is cold. And then the funny thing is, you know how this is not a 
like a universal response because we said, hey, this coffee's cold. He goes, do you want us to make another? No. As if like, like, He oh. goes, <laughs> he asked something different. It wasn't like, do you want us to make another? Do you, oh, do you want us to remake it? And he was like, yeah, yeah, we probably should be remaking well, it because it's cold. Well, if I ordered hot coffee and you're giving, I said, well, you should just hold it. I said, if you hold it, you could see it's not even lukewarm. Right. Like it's actually cold. And he goes, that's when he said, so would you like us to remake it? And he was questioning, and I go, like, I'm thinking, well, what do you think if we yeah. ordered, how would that even be a question? Like, shouldn't right. you just say, so now we sound like terrible people who no, are but what, what I'm trying demanding to, good what, customer what I'm, service. What I'm explaining to you, for everyone listening, if you're the type of person that would probably just resign to the fact that, okay, I'm just going to take this right. cold coffee home oh, and I'll warm it up. Oh, I'll just let them keep my gift card money. Right. Or, like, yeah. you, there's a point in time in life where you just have to say, no. I want it the way I want it because I'm either paying for yeah. it or that's the right thing to do. Right. Even though it may inconvenience the person that created the problem uh -huh. in the first place. Yeah, because right? a lot of people would say, well, no, there's cars behind me. I'll just take it home right. and I'll heat it up. Like, well, no, get your coffee. Yeah. Right. Get your coffee warm or hot. <laughs> right. And I want to be how clear. coffee should be. We don't ever make a big scene. No, and you don't we, have to make a big scene. Do. And I think there's a flip side of that where people go too crazy oh, and they make a scene it. and they want people to pay for it. Yep. And they're trying to like all the pain and inconvenience. They're trying to give it back to the person. It's, it's not even required. You just kind of say kindly. Yeah. Can you, hey, I, I need you to remake this. This is actually cold coffee and we wanted hot coffee. Right. But he uh, literally asked, he said, do you want all of the, just to confirm, do you want all of these hot or cold? All of them hot. Right. And then we got cold coffee. Anyways, yeah. they fixed it. And But it's, you know, there's always yeah. little lessons in there where you can say, hey, I, I, you may be listening. I'm the type of person that would just take the coffee. Don't just Don't, take the coffee. Yeah. Right? Because that is Get like plays a part in every, all the things that you accept or mm -hmm. resign to in life. So and I don't accept want. a lot. Like right. if it sounds like bullshit, you can't you can't access my gift card. What do you mean? And you don't know when. If he would have just said, "Hey, our gift card system is down right now. I'm so sorry," I would have not said anything. But he said, "But the fact it that could he be said forever. it could, it's an unforeseen <laughs> issue that we don't know. We don't have a date in mind." That's when I was like, we, "That sounds illegal." <laughs> and he didn't know what to he say. He was like, "Uh, okay, I'll be back." Yeah, let me. He goes, yeah. "Would you like me to?" talk to my manager i said yeah and ask her if it's actually legal for you to hold the money like and not process it that doesn't right. make sense right. anyways so i thought that was kind of funny i thought i'd share that with you next thing i'll speed it up and keep it short but we basically saved someone's life yesterday yeah so jordan and i after coming back from like lunch we're on the freeway and there's a bit of traffic on the 10 freeway and, you know, the cars are starting to slow down and you can tell that there's an accident because we're in the carpool lane all the way left lane going fast. It starts to slow down pretty significantly. And then people are getting out of the carpool lane illegally. So I figure, OK, there's an accident or something. So it comes up to the point where we have to merge out of the carpool lane. And now we're like, I see, oh, this is an accident. This just happened. This car just hit the center divider on the left hand mm. side. And there's smoke coming out and yeah. I see someone moving and their head is basically kind of like on the steering wheel. And so I don't even think about it. I just go around it and then pull over and get out of my car. And so I pull over on the freeway and I tell Jordan, call 911, tell them that we're on the 10 traveling east and there's an accident. And I just get out of the car and leave her there. Just to be clear, like we were safe, like there's you know no way that we could have been in an accident and I was kind of far we were dressed nice. It was a nice day. We had a nice lunch. So we're dressed nice. So I run over to the car and I'm just thinking, all I could think of is if it's me, I wish somebody would help me. Right. Yeah, no yeah. one had stopped. There's hundreds of cars going around, probably upset because it's Saturday and there's traffic. 
And I just was like, God, I would want someone to stop. I've right. been in an accident like that. And I was woken up by the paramedics, right? And so anyways, I run over to the car and I open the passenger door and the guy like lifts his head up. His name was Kevin. And I said, are you okay? And he's like in shock, kind of like looking a little bewildered. As soon as I open the door, there's all the smoke that comes out from the airbags. Mm. Every airbag in the car had deployed. Right. And so he kind of like shakes and I'm just asking repeatedly, are you okay? You know, are you are you okay? Can you hear me? And so he starts shaking his head. Yes. And I said, okay, I'm going to come around to your side. So I shut the door, go around. I have to pry his door open. And he immediately tries to like get out. And I'm like, hold on. Are your legs okay? So I'm just checking him. Long story short, like I stayed with him until the police came. And then I was upset because when they did come, they didn't try to comfort him. They didn't ask him <laughs> if he was okay. So the poor kid like, was like in yeah, shock. He might have been 20 years old. And so I'm trying to just like calm him down. And then I said, I just want to let you know, like, you don't have anywhere to go right now. Like, you're OK. You didn't die. This is a pretty bad accident. I want to stay with you until the police come or somebody that, you know, and I'm just really sorry that you're going through this. Like, where were you coming from? And he's like tearing up and he's like, I just got my eyebrows microbladed. <laughs> so I said, well, they look nice, but just like, you know, <laughs> calm down. And and he's shaking and he's right. burned from the airbags and he's bleeding from his face, which I didn't tell him he was. And so he wound up being OK, I think. But I just wanted to stay with him until someone came. So finally, right. the fire department came and I told him everything. And they were like, wait, were you involved in the accident? I said, no, I just wanted someone to be with him. And so, of course. I called Jasmine, our 20-year-old, after and told her. And I was like, I just would hope someone would do that with you. And she's like, that's such a traumatic thing, you know, right. to like have to go through by yourself. And like, he didn't know what to do. He had his phone that he was trying to like kind of figure out, do I call? So who do you call? Here's my what in the world, though. Jordan is in the car. She said she called 911 and they were like, CHP, how can I help you? And she's like, hi, there's an accident. I'm on the 10 freeway. And they go, please hold. We're going to transfer you. And she's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> so they transfer her. And she said she's on hold with like elevator music for over two minutes. Oh, my God. So she's like, well, this is ridiculous. So she hangs up, calls back 911. 911, how can I help you? Hi, I was in an accident where there's an accident, blah, blah, blah. They said they cut her off. Please hold. We'll transfer you to CHP. She's like, hello, hello. Oh, I see. So they I transfer see. her. Okay. She never got through. Oh, I wow. was on the freeway for 10 minutes, like with this kid. She never got through. So I just, what is wrong with CHP? <laughs> like, what is the point of 911? When you call 911, shouldn't you get some information before you transfer? Like she was trying to say, no, you already transferred me. They're not picking up, you know. So when the police came, they actually only came because they saw it. Oh, wow. So that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So that's my what in the world. <laughs> Anyways, the point I want to make using that well, story. You're such a human being, honey. Is I want to know, like, would you stop and help someone? Because I find myself in situations like that all the time where I'm like, this is the right thing to do. I don't even think about it. Just get out. And so. Yeah. And I think for most people, they're. People are moving through life mm -hmm. and they're assuming someone else is going to do it. Right. Right. Or it's already taken care of. I'm just going to keep moving. But sometimes you have to say, oh, no, like I need to assure that this is happening. This yeah. Is, you know, taking care. And of I would so. want it done for yeah. my kid yeah. or even myself. 100%. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can provide help, assistance, guidance, do it. make somebody feel, you know, seen and heard and welcome or calm, whatever. He got a little teary eyed. I said, you could have died and you didn't. So I know that you're sad about your car. This is a terrible thing. 
but you're going to be okay. So yeah. just find like the beauty in this. And he got a little teary eyed. So shout out to Kevin. If you know a Kevin who just got in an accident, who just got his eyebrows microbladed, tell him that Janelle Copeland sends him some love. That's awesome. There you have it. So now let's talk about why Mother's Day might suck. I'm astounded by this. So last year I was going through last year's post and I don't know if you recall, but I kind of snapped on you guys a bit because Mother's Day is on Sunday. Around Thursday, you guys kept asking me, what do you want for Mother's Day? What do you want to do on Mother's Day? What should we do on Mother's Day? And I kind of lost it a bit. And I said, you know what I want on Mother's Day to not have to plan another freaking day. (laughs) I plan every single day where we eat, what we're going to do, what the family does. I don't want to plan it. If you really want to celebrate Mother's Day, then do something on your own to figure out how to celebrate Mother's Day. But the last thing I want to do is plan my own shit. So don't ask me. Okay. So anyways, those posts did really well with women (laughs) last year. And it turns out all women feel that way. So I thought this would be a public service announcement to anyone who has a mother, which is every walking human on the planet. Right. So this comes out like nine days before Mother's Day. So this is before Mother's Day. And this is like a PSA. Share this with your husband, your kids, your spouse, whoever, whoever is helping to celebrate Mother's Day, because it's not very fun when you're supposed to be the one that's being celebrated, but you are being hounded and asked a million questions, right? So, so, right? right? And we wound up, you guys did a great job. You know, we did our our very best. Mm -hmm. But I will speak for the children of the world. Okay. Mothers are far more particular than fathers, Um, right? And so you're trying to get it right. I call bullshit. (laughs) Seriously, you're asking me on Thursday what I want to do to be celebrated. No, I'm just saying that that is usually the case. Mothers are, there's a little bit more fine details you got to look into. If, you know, and so th- to get it right. Well, there you go. There's always two sides to every story. <laughs> so, but I re- I understand where you were coming from, and I understand like sometimes you just got to just try to do your very best, mm-hmm. and then if you fall short and you fail on Mother's Day, you learn for the next right. Year. <laughs> so this would be fixed if you guys just did a little bit of research on how Mother's Day started, what the point of it is. Like then it would give you some clues as to what you should be doing. Right. So. Official Mother's Day was a thing in the 1900s as a result of efforts from this one particular daughter who had lost her mother. The following Mother's Day after her mom's death, Anna Jarvis conceived Mother's Day as a way of honoring the sacrifices that mothers make for their children. So that's the point of Mother's Day is to honor the sacrifices that moms make for their children. I think that's beautiful. Isn't that? Yeah. Well, if you guys would have Googled this, you could (laughs) have learned this shit too. So number one, I would say one of the reasons why Mother's Day sucks is because women always do all the work all the damn time. Mm. And Mother's Day just winds up being like any other day in most situations from the moms that I've talked to. Okay, It's just like, okay, you want me to plan that too? Okay, I got to cook dinner or figure out where we're going to eat dinner. It's just another day for us to do more stuff for ourselves. Mm. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay, next one. There's usually no planning at all. Most of the time, if there is planning, it's kind of shitty. I didn't write that. Someone else did. Some husbands don't feel that they have to celebrate their wives on Mother's Day because they're not their mothers. And so the family forgets that the mothers in the household wind up feeling neglected. Right. So Mother's Day is supposed to be for all mothers, Mm -hmm. right? So you're supposed to celebrate all mothers equally? Well, it's a way for you to... Like honor the sacrifices that mothers in general in general make, make. for their children. Okay. So 
you are a child of someone's. Yes, so I am. you should be honoring your mother. Right. I raised your children right. and made sacrifices, so you, you should, should be, be honoring right. this mother. <laughs> this, right. So basically, anybody who has a mother, who knows a mother, who has made sacrifices, like that's what the point of it is about. Great. I love it. Does that make sense? 100%. So I'm there's no planning. Board. And I have seen that. Like a lot of people think, well, my wife's not my mom. So mm. why would I celebrate her? We got to spend it around my mom. I find that really odd well, that someone would say that. Like, I find that to be like very strange that someone would say, no, I only celebrate my mom. My wife is on her own. Mm. Or, <laughs> but, well, I mean, I don't know that you've made Mother's Day like a really extensively big holiday for me. Really? I, no. I think I plan around all the mothers involved and I try to make things special for all the mothers involved. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I guess I'm in that camp. I well, didn't number it. three <laughs> of one of the reasons why Mother's Day might suck is past trauma. Okay. So you might have a bad relationship with your own mom, uh-huh. and so it's kind of triggering for you because you see all these people going to brunch on Mother's Day and you know spending time at the spa with their mom. And and I think every woman should determine like how they want to spend Mother's Day if they are a, a mom. Uh, with their mom, but sometimes that relationship strained. And so it kind of brings up like a bad feeling. Right. Yeah, I could attest to that. And then sometimes blended families can cause issues too. So like you said, well, I've done a really good job of, you know, celebrating I all that. I didn't say a really good job. I said, I've tried to like, you know, keep all the mothers Mm -hmm. involved Mm -hmm. as far as the celebration of that day. So that's one of the things I think has been an issue for us in our relationship with our blended family. That can be very tricky is like the stepmom does a lot of things for the kids that maybe are not her kids. But then on Mother's Day, the kids have to spend it with their mom. Right. So that has been something that has been an issue for us that I've talked to you about and said, hey, how is it that I'm supposed to be a mom 363 days? How many days are in the 365? 364 days out of the year. But this is not a day where you think that it's important for the kids to at least go to dinner with us or something. So that has been an issue for us. Yeah. And I think that I have tried to navigate that because... But because I had There's to bring it up ha- to you is no, what I'm it wasn't because of, yeah, you brought it up. It's because it's tough when you have different households yeah. and you're trying to like you're trying to plan ahead and say what are you doing, you know. And then you know, I think we before we got to a place where we were all celebrating kind of together, mm-hmm. it was always like okay, well, the mornings they're going to do this, and then the, the evenings we're going to do this, and so it was constantly trying to navigate that. And so some people are in blended families are. You know, they don't have the relationship we have now, but mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to try to bring all the mothers involved to a place where everyone feels appreciated and celebrated. I think it goes back to number two with the planning. There's no planning around it, right? So usually around Wednesday, Thursday, people start freaking out. Oh, Mother's Day's on Sunday. And then you start making calls and text messaging. And then if you find out, oh, this family's already got something planned that takes up the whole day and we're going here then you're kind of an afterthought, right? right? And Mm -hmm. so I think that going back to planning ahead of time and just saying like, hey, what should we do to celebrate? And how can we work with all of the parties involved? Because especially as you grow your family, like you've got your in-laws, you've got your own parents, you've got the fact that you're a parent. So like, when does it become about you if you're the mom 
versus like, oh, I have to bend over for my mom and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of working parts, but I think planning together and like figuring out what expectations are a good place yeah, to I start. Yeah, I mean, when you think about the dynamics of Mother's Day specifically, it is a very difficult thing. So now I really understand why you brought this topic up because not only like do the fathers have to you know plan and do all those things, mm-hmm. but there's also like levels of mothers depending yeah. on how many generations. Mm-hmm. And so like you're being celebrated, but you're also trying to celebrate your mother, right? right? And then the kids are trying to celebrate you. And yep. so it's just like this really, and then obviously you're trying to like do everything together because what you don't want to do is have a breakfast, a brunch, a dinner, a late dinner to celebrate each mother, you yeah. know, depending on like where everyone lives and what everyone wants yeah. to do. And it's always to your point, if there is a fractured relationship within that, then that makes it even more difficult because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, are we celebrating this person? We're we not celebrating this person. Yeah. And so there's levels to this. So that brings me to point number four, which is it's just a lot of pressure for moms. Like if you are a mom with your mom, and maybe your idea of spending the perfect Mother's Day is to go to lunch or brunch or something with your kids and your husband wants to celebrate you. It now is something that women will stress out and be like, okay, well, I'm a bad person if I don't do something for my grandmother or for my right. mom. And so, and I think that's where the asking of what you want to do comes into play mm-hmm. because I think although there's pressure on the moms, the fathers or the spouses are also in pressure because they're trying to make everyone happy at the mm-hmm. same time. And everybody, ha- like different versions of a good time are all right. different, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what will my mom want to do? And, when, and what will you want to yeah. do? And what will Fab want to do? And, mm-hmm. and how the girl's going to participate in this? And it's like very unique mm-hmm. and dynamic and all that. But I think the biggest thing is just like, I think to your point, if you plan early, then you can kind of collect all the data and Mm -hmm. say, okay, this is what we're going to do to make everybody happy, Mm -hmm. right? And then the last tip, number five, is usually the gifts just suck. (laughs) Are these tips or are these like This is like, no, it's not a dig. It's just like, think about it. Like these are sites all over. If you Google like how do moms feel about Mother's Day, they all said moms hate Mother's Day. Like Mother's Day sucks. Why? Because you feel underappreciated. You don't feel like it's planful. You don't feel like people are actually trying to celebrate you. And when it comes to gifts, they all, all the sites, all the blogs, and I'll link them all in the show notes, they say moms never really get what they want. Like they wind up getting, you know, whatever. Oh, that's cute. Like, oh, we wanted to get you this or, oh, we wanted to do this. But if you really ask a mom, like, what do you want? Most of the polls, in fact, every poll that I read is like, I'm tired. I want time. I want a day off. I want relaxation. I want something quiet. I want things to be done for me. I want to be catered to because I'm so used to caring for everyone else. And that's not the same as the polls that you read for Father's Day. Like, if you think about Father's Day, we're always like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go golfing with your friends? Do you want to go, you know, do something to be celebrated? Like, we're still always trying to make it about you. Do you need a day off? Well, in most cases, dads are not doing all of the things that moms are doing. Like, moms are always on, but yet still on Mother's Day, it's never a thought. Like, let's give her a day at the spa. Let's give her a day off. Like, a lot of the mom blogs I read are like, send me to a hotel by myself so I can go sleep for a day. (laughs) I just thought that was so funny. I think when you have small children, that's something you need, especially yeah. if you're like a stay-at-home mom and you never get a day right. off. Like, this is a plea for like husbands and partners to be really thoughtful and be like, damn, if I get a day off from my corporate job, she should probably have a day off too. 
let's give her a day off. I agree. And I think, I wonder like if you were to pull different relationships, I wonder if you were to pull different relationships, if it would come down to like at this age. So like, say for example, moms that are 40, this is what they feel about Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. When you become in your 60s and maybe you're a grandmother, does that change? Oh, for sure. Because I think that like, if a mother's doing a survey about Mother's Day, they're probably surveying their Mother's Day, but they're not surveying their mother's Mother's Day. Are you saying that this episode about Mother's Day is bad because it makes you feel some type of way? Or no, no. What I'm are saying, you saying it, it's inaccurate data. No, no. What I'm saying is, is that I think it's a segment of mothers, right? Right, because I think Mother's Day is for grandmothers that probably would say that they enjoy their Mother's Day, right? Right. Well, I think there's, yeah, I agree with you. There's segments. So if you have kids that are under, let's say, like. Eight years old. Mother's Day is horrible. It's horrible. They want a day off. They want relaxation. They want to be left alone because they're probably doing all the things, taking the kids to the soccer practice, packing the lunches, taking them school shopping, doing all of that shit. Right. So they probably want a day off. Right. Right. If your kids are, let's say, between 10 or 12 and teenagers, I think then at that point, as a partner, you should be empowering your children to do something to celebrate their mom. Right. You're just funding it. Like, mm. what could we do that's really special? And I think the partner is the one that has to teach the children, like, the importance of that. Right. Like, it's about appreciation. It's about, like, really making sure that we're acknowledging the things that the mom does. It's not just a day to buy flowers and be like, Happy Mother's Day in a card. It's to, I think, you got to be like Jack Pearson from This Is Us. Like, what go. could you do Here to make go. sure that your mom feels super <laughs> special? You're so threatened by Jack Pearson. Oh my God. For those people who listen to Push Podcasts and also watch This Is Us, mm-hmm. for all the males that listen, I mean, come on, Jack Pearson, is he real? He's like a mythological creature. Well, I mean, it, he's like the He's the baseline perfect, perfect, of what yeah. a perfect husband should yeah, do. The guy has a mustache and everybody's like, it's fine. If I get a mustache, it's a it's problem. It's not fine. <laughs> but the, the point can, can't is, do no wrong. the point is, is like if you can Google, hey, what should a husband do for Father's <laughs> Day? And this is us episodes come up, then you should probably use that as a sign. Yeah. No, I think that all the whole world, myself included, can be much better about Mother's Day. I think that Mother's Day is, is it's a difficult holiday. I mean, the difference between Mother's Day and Father's Day, one, economically, Way more money is spent on Mother's Day than Father's Day. Mm -hmm. And so whether that is like throwing money at the problem, right, kind of thing, like Mm -hmm. let me just throw money at it and maybe at some point she'll love the day. Mm -hmm. But I also think that there's a misconception because you just said it. I think most fathers or kids think that their mothers want to spend time with them on Mm -hmm. Mother's Day. Everything I read is not true. And that is not true, right? So mothers want some type of isolation. Similar to fathers, because fathers are like, hey, just leave me alone on Father's Day. I'm okay. Right? Right. (laughs) But I think it goes back to the segment. So again, if you have teenagers, I think it's the best thing to do to Jack Pearson your children, teach them the importance of celebrating their kids, not necessarily throwing money at it, but like doing something thoughtful. That could be making dinner. Hey, don't ask your mom anything today. Come to dad. Like that's a simple thing to do. And then when you get older, yeah, like our kids were about to be empty nesters. Mother's Day to me seems like I would love for all of my kids to come together, even if it's just for a meal, even if it's just for us to have family time. But I know that's going to get harder as they get older. So what could you do to still keep it special? Is it like I send my mom flowers, Mm -hmm. right? Is it 
you Zoom, hey, we have a special Mother's Day Zoom and grandma's going to be on it. All the grandmas are going to be on it. Right. Like, that's a thoughtful thing. Yeah. So again, it goes back to planning and making sure that you're instilling in your kids that this is an important thing. And then I think your role as we get older is to like remind them of like, hey, this is important. Like, what are we doing this year to make sure that we celebrate all of the moms? And then it probably will look like Zooms as they live in other parts of the country or the world. Or FaceTimes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think that that's true. And the grandmas, you know, they want time too. So like every time we plan something for our family, I'm always including your mom because yeah. she will never say no. Yeah, and I think when I think about Mother's Day, it's really the only holiday that you are celebrating someone and then you are also celebrating someone. It's like someone's celebrating you and you're yeah. celebrating someone mm -hmm. else. That's really interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, Father's Day, that's it's very much similar, but I think that it's just different because fathers kind of expect different things. You also didn't have a dad to celebrate. Right. So for me, personally, mm -hmm. it's always been like a, like a non-holiday, right. right? And so I became a father and it became like, oh, right, you know, I'm a father, so mm -hmm. uh, Father's Day. But I think for mothers, it's just like, Wow, that's very interesting because no other holiday is like that right. except for like Christmas. But I think people have but found strategies, yeah. right? It's not mm -hmm. specifically about you, it's for mm -hmm. everyone. But I think that that is something where I think it does require more planning mm -hmm. because you are planning in a lot of levels. And, hope, you know, pray to God that you have your, your mother in your life. And if you don't, then obviously there may be a different way you celebrate at that point. That goes you, to the trauma. Like right? it's not a happy day for everyone. Yeah. And I think that that's always, and we, you see, you know, funeral homes and places like that, or I should say cemeteries, so cemeteries. packed on mm -hmm. those days, Father's Day is included because people will celebrate in there. Yeah. And I feel like for me, as I get older, become a grandmother, things like that. Like if my kids have kids, if that's something that they want to do, I Please feel wait. like I would treat it like Easter. Like I still, they're grown. I still want to get you a little treat for Easter right. just to like, you know, you may not get an Easter basket, but at some point you were a kid, you're my baby. And so I want to give you a little Easter treat. So I feel like for Mother's Day going forward, of course, I would want my kids to want to spend Mother's Day with me and like, let's all get together as a family. But I feel like as they become mothers, I still want to do something to celebrate them. And that's what I was going to ask you. Is, is, is Do you feel like mothers that are grandmothers don't necessarily do a good job of celebrating their daughters? I don't think they think they're supposed to. But for me, like one of the great joys in life is the role that I've played as a mother and will continue to be a part. And that changes as I get older. Now I get to watch how you parent potentially. Right. right? right. And so being a part of that is like, to me, seems really special. And so I would want to be a part of, hey, what are your plans for Mother's Day, Jasmine? Like, what is your family doing? If she starts complaining, like, oh, my husband didn't plan anything and, you know, my kids are young and whatever, maybe I would take her to the spa. Right. You know, like that would be something yeah. I'd like to do to celebrate my kids and know what they need in those seasons. So we need radical vertical <laughs> communication. <laughs> communication around Mother's Day so that Mothers celebrate mothers, mothers celebrate daughters that are mothers, and then daughters celebrate yeah. grandmothers that are grandmothers. And it sounds complicated <laughs> the way that you're saying it, but I think it's a day of love. Yeah. Honestly, it's supposed to be a day of appreciation. appreciation. So if you're being yeah. cynical about it, like the point of this was to say like, you may not have a mom. It may not be the most amazing thing that you get pampered or recognized or appreciated on Mother's Day. And I'm sorry. And this episode is for you to share with maybe a spouse or a partner, maybe share it with your mom. So that right. way, if you guys don't have a great relationship, she understands how you might be thinking, you know, I'd love for you to 
DM me or leave a comment or a review and let me know what does Mother's Day look like in your house? Do you get celebrated? Is it something you don't feel is ever like appreciated or focused on? Like, I think it's a huge conversation. Everybody who has been put on this earth has a mother or has had a mother or knows a mother. So it's a pretty broad thing. It's not like Christmas where a lot of people don't celebrate Christmas. Well, everybody has some sort of mom that they know. Yeah. And so I think it's a big deal, but it doesn't necessarily get the love or attention or conversation that maybe it warrants. Yeah. And what I meant by vertical, I was being cynical. What I was saying. Sounds like it. No, I was not at all. Mm. what, What I was trying to say is, like I think it being thoughtful around whoever you mm-hmm. know that's in your life that's a mother of what they may need to help them feel appreciated and to add. I mean, you want everyone in their lives to do something to show some type of appreciation or understanding of what they may be going through if they have young kids and showing that you understand, sending them something or saying something or giving them a card or call that shows that, hey, I know that this is not easy and you're doing an amazing job at this. But I feel like if I had a neighbor who was like an elderly woman and I knew that she had kids that lived in another part of the country, I would bring her flowers. Like I just would. I think it's just one of those things like as a mom, you get it. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll give you an example. I if I'm in a store on Mother's Day, the cashier will say if she's a woman, oh, are you a mom? I am. Happy Mother's Day. Are you a mom? I don't see that on Father's Day. I don't think guys give a shit about that. Like, (laughs) you're not in the golf store and like, you're like, hey, Don, checking me out. Are you a dad? Oh, okay. Well, sucks for you. You're working on Father's Day. Women are actually having those conversations. Like if you're out and about on Mother's Day, I have said to servers before, are you a mom? Thank you so much for working today. I hope you get to spend time with your family later. Like, those are things that a mom you feel, and so you extend that. I right. don't see dads doing that for Father's Day. Maybe dads are just not as thoughtful as we should be. Yeah. Well, there you have it. <laughs> so I hope this episode maybe shed some light on the point of Mother's Day. Hopefully you get some appreciation or you get to be celebrated, or maybe it's just a good way for you to start talking to your kids about better communicating what it is that you want or how you want to be celebrated. Maybe you do need that day off and maybe it wouldn't be that big of a deal for you to say like, hey, would you hate me if I said I just wanted a day to myself? That's like the number one poll is moms are afraid to say that because they Mm. think their husbands are going to judge them. Really? Yeah. And so it's like, well, it's Mother's Day. You should want to spend Mother's Day with your kids. It'd be so much easier. I spend every damn day with my kids, right? Right. And so I think that to me, when I saw this topic and the actual polls, I was like, we just need to talk about this. This sounds like a lack of communication and it sounds triggering for some people and they don't want to talk about it. But I don't know. I wonder what our audience, what our listeners would think if you were the type of mom who secretly wants like just a damn day off, like. Do you feel guilty about that? The answer is going to be yes. Watch. So we'll take some polls. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening and happy early Mother's Day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.